it's finally here it's finally here best moments and things like that on the uh, rise and grind uh, podcast i know the name of my show kapanga pe podnika yes eat it Hi there. 8:47 is the time right now. Please join me in welcoming Mr. Chatra Kotagama. He's in the studio. Good morning, Chatra. Good morning, Jim. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. We've met before and we I'm, have, we have. I know I'm so sorry <laughs> we, I I couldn't recognize you in the first place and I feel, I feel so sheepish about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh so Chatra, please do introduce yourself and uh maybe just tell us what you do right now and where you're with right now. Sure, sure. So Jim, right now I'm the uh, chief strategy officer at SLTC yes. Research University. Yes. Yes. some might have heard of it some might not have so mm. <laughs> we'll speak about it later <laughs> uh and um would you like to just sort of uh, talk about what exactly you do and as 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 chief strategy officer over there yeah sure so uh, as strategy it's it's mainly like you know like being a business consultant for an education uh, industry or yeah. in, especially here it's for an institute so normally the universities would run in the traditional way and they would always try to copycat what the state sector does but when it's an education business there are certain elements that you need to think differently so yeah. my role is actually putting together the educators and the business arm and the corporate all together so that they all go towards a uh, you know single vision excellent and i mean you've You have expertise in like over five different industries, right? So I'm sure that helps. He's, got, he's got IT. Yeah. He's got banking. Yeah. Right. He's got hospitality. He's got BPO. He's and of course education. I I was looking at this and I was like, I only have one. Yeah. Like that's it. I have none. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so now this is definitely like a leader that you would look to when it comes to education because he knows so many different areas. And uh, tell us, does that has that helped you like all of this in just like general <laughs> quite a bit quite a bit so i mean i've been in five industries just because i'm a very curious person and mm. uh, i get bored easily so mm. <laughs> i keep okay. looking for challenge okay. yeah <laughs> but uh, higher education is a place that i've actually i think stuck on to and most probably will stick on to now because uh, it enables me to create the future workforce for all those other industries that we spoke of so that's right. that's quite something where my passion is and uh, yeah It, it keeps me fulfilled of life you know it keeps yeah. you going yeah <laughs> and i'm uh, um the i i know for a fact that higher education and options for higher education is pretty much your forte right so i'm going to ask you right now where do we stand with higher education in this country uh quite quite good so if you look at it i mean when we when we started back in 1921 that's this before we have this 2500 year history that we boast of but education in the past before 1921 or a bit before that was it was always with the temples yeah. so we call this pirivan and it was that's where they had the education centered thereafter we got colonized by quite a few yeah. and many yeah. but uh, through the brits and oh, i guess pesky brits <laughs> But I guess what we have most left back is the good things, and yeah. one thing is education. So they started the missionary schools, and then thereafter we went into state and national schools as well. So that covered the primary and the secondary education. But mm. of course thereafter, then there came a need for higher education. So again, yeah. I guess the Brits were kind enough to start off uh, University of Colombo. That's where I believe it used to be where Royal College is now. So that's that's where they initially started in 1921. Oh. and then there after we have uh, Ivor Jennings uh, coming up with Peradeni and then Jaffna Waimba and as of now we have 15 uh, state universities right uh, we'll talk about the capacities and uh, how it's not enough uh, i guess uh, throughout the program but yeah. there after we saw the private sector also evolving and then there was a need there's always a need for education mm-hmm. and uh, one thing i believe is there should be no one that fails in life and you shouldn't think just because you didn't cross a certain step of education into the next that you're a failure and mm-hmm. the good thing nowadays is there there is pathways It's, it's not just one exam that you have to pass or fail so so that's that's something good mm. so education is evolving and i think we are very close we are just about a decade behind to become a hub a hub in the southeast asian region for education wow so sri lankans are known and respected as educated people even when you go abroad as well that can be seen that's true compared to our neighbors they they think that the quality of education is a bit better in sri lanka as well so really uh, yeah. oh so we are we are in quite a good position and even if you look at the world rankings uh, even if you look in research we have researchers who are within the first 2% of the world as well so that's that's quite a big achievement for the country yeah and um, 
our literacy rates are quite high as well in Southeast Asia. I hope we still have the highest. It, it was the highest when I, I was in school. So. We yeah. had 99%, right? 98.4 at one point. I yes. hope that has not dropped. Yes, <laughs> but, correct. So, yeah, things are looking good in education in Sri Lanka. And uh, I think education is one of the only ways that we can get out of the situation that the current country is in as well. So, yeah. it's all in the hands of the future generations. But it's up to us to ensure that they get the required education and the skills that they need. Yeah. Wow, that was, I mean, there's, there's, there's this burning question in my mind, all right? Uh, where, what sort of destination is right now the most preferred? Now, uh, back in the day, it was Australia, yes. right? And then it was... Uh, Canada. Uh, uh, Canada. Canada. Yeah. It was Canada, and then, and, and then it was the UK. Yeah. What's the trend now? It, it keeps changing. So, as of... The start of this year, I think people have reduced going to the UK because of the change of the rules mm-hmm. there. Now, you don't get your post-study uh, work visa. They've reduced visas for uh, students to bring their families in. So, our guys love to keep their family or take their mm-hmm. family. And That's true. In. That's true. It's a Sri Lankan tradition yeah. to go ruin yeah. it for everyone. Yeah, education <laughs> is a family affair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Let's all go to the UK. That's yeah. that's what they would want to do. Uh, Australia was good as well, but I just got some news yesterday that there's about uh, pretty much about 100 students stuck here where oh. the visas have not come in yet and uh, they are waiting and the semesters have started over there. So there seems to be a disconnect recently, but we, we do see quite a lot of students going. I mean, Sri Lanka as a country, we spend uh, 140 billion rupees mm. a year on these students that go abroad. So that's their tuition fee and their lodging and their food and whatnot. But that's a lot of money that, that could that's buy a lot of, you know, a yeah. lot of diesel, petrol that we need <laughs> to avoid these queues and all that. So exactly. the, the exactly. growth of our education in Sri Lanka is very important to ensure that we can start retaining these students because whoever goes back mm. is it's a brain drain as well they very rarely come back so yeah. so we lose uh, financially yeah. as well as uh, socially as well so what are our options Tatra what are our options what do we do what do we do okay. what do we do if we're after our, our after our O levels we're after our A levels we're trying to see you know make sure that, we, that we're not wasting too much money that, that we're not wasting too much time because I believe I, I, that's the problem you know <laughs> <laughs> like time is money exactly I mean the the well, we only have the state sector and we have uh, London A-levels and O-levels as well. But if you look at the state system, yeah. there, there's a big gap now. The students just finished their A-levels in January. I think they had the last examination. And the funny part is no one knows when the results are coming. Everyone is guessing. You go and ask the uh, ministry <laughs> or person who works in the ministry, not the minister. Right. But if you go and ask somebody, they're like... Yeah, it will probably come in April or maybe after the New Year, maybe after the, <laughs> before the New Year. You know, so it's, how frustrating! It's very uh, so. It's very difficult for a person or somebody who's young, like sixteen, seventeen, or yeah. uh, after levels, maybe eighteen, nineteen, to make a decision. Exactly. So yeah. that's where the private sector has become more innovative and where they mm-hmm. have actually started uh, giving students the opportunity to start with like pending results and uh, take on challenges. Even if you fail, feel like, okay, I failed my A-levels, I'm not going to get through, then you can still go back and start something with the older results. So those options have been given. And that's a good thing. It saves a lot of time. So if mm-hmm. you look at it, um, the state sector graduate normally comes out when they're about 24, 25. And if you're one of those guys who want to stay around and do all those strikes and everything, you'll leave at yeah. about 30 or yeah. <laughs> yeah. even yeah. not. You yeah. might just build a house inside the university. Yeah, just a small sort but, of uh, lodging yeah. there. Like a fence. <laughs> but private sector, we've seen students come out on average at about an age of 21, 20. Mm. Uh, there have been some exceptional cases where some institutes have done uh, promotions and uh, actually help students to start doing their degrees while they're at school. So you, we've even seen uh, recently, I've seen about three, four people who actually finished their degree when they're 17, 17 or 18. So that's yes. a really good trend. And yes. stop wasting time, get into the job market, you know, start earning and start giving back. I met this listener who, um, you know, the son looked like as if he was in he was in grade nine, right? Mm-hmm. And then I uh, asked him, ah, well, what's young man up to? Oh, he just finished his degree yeah. and I was like what but he's 12 <laughs> and, <laughs> and it it seriously surprised me and then I thought oh wait wait, hang on there are foundation programs and that's exactly what he said you know yeah. he, he finished his O-levels he, he decided I'll do the foundation program just jump into the degree get the degrees and then start with the work experience which really that's the thing that's the thing and at end of the day you, you get to the final destination which is the same getting a degree so yeah. how, how do you get that doesn't matter yeah. once once you have your degree no one's going to ask did you do a foundation did you do your A-levels that, that's true <laughs> did you get 11 distinctions yeah. for your 
uh, well, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm old. You get A's now, right? Not distinctions. So did you get 11 A's or B's? You know, you know, we have A stars now. A stars as yes. well. Okay, you know. <laughs> count the stars that? then. Can you believe that? And then, and and uh, London A levels is split into two. There's the A level. You you know about that? Yes. You know? Yeah. Uh, no, so I actually have this question, right? I'm sure because you've met so many students. How? Does how do you help them pick the right program? Because I know I did A levels as a mix because I didn't know what to do with life. <laughs> that's that's quite a good question. So something that I believe in is like education should not be uh, should not be influenced by your parents or by society. Mm. Mm. You should educate yourself in where you have a passion. Yeah. Because mm. what happens is if you follow what others tell you, yeah. and you go and educate yourself, and you'll get the qualification, but. most times most times you would not end up working in that industry like myself yeah. i i always wanted to be in technology i wanted to be a programmer mm. so i actually did it okay and then with these industries that i've kept changing wherever i go i end up getting attached to technology so even uh, in my current place technology is under me and that's right. that's where my passion is building the new systems mm. getting ai involved uh, seeing that the students are getting the latest yeah. technology in ai yeah. so you get the so for any student i would say do what you are really passionate about i mean if you want to do music fashion do that don't go and start an engineering degree or try to medicine yeah and we see a trend i mean even in sri lanka you get quite a lot of entrepreneurs who are medical doctors Mm. and they've gone into business and they're doing brilliantly well yeah. mm. so again they would have become doctors because of the pressure that they got from society and from their families but what they actually want to do is business so don't waste time i mean you can might as well uh, go for what you want uh, affordability is also something you have to look at i mean unfortunately in sri lanka we don't have student loans and there are very few part time jobs yeah. so again yeah. i think the decision uh, gets influenced more by parents because they are the sponsor most of the time correct. so correct yeah i mean i'm paying you should do what i want <laughs> what else uh, but no there is also this question right yes we should go for like you know what our passion is and so on and so forth but what if you have passion in multiple things like for example at srtc at srtc right i saw you have music i like that there is fashion i think i can do that there is business management i mean i manage jemenanu now so i think i can do that too so how do if i if i come to srtc because i'm also looking to do masters how would how would you help me who's confused do you have any idea which areas you want to actually go into yeah music fashion business management all well, three well best is one one at a time and in okay. education normally they tell us not to enroll a student if they're already in a full time program right. but yeah. there are ways around it so if you want to do a full time oh. degree in one field and you want to do a part time uh, degree in another field on your mm-hmm. saturday sunday you can do that but you won't have a social life if you yeah, don't exactly you <laughs> just exactly. in your books sachini lives in hypotheticals <laughs> Uh, she's she thinks it's all true these hypothetical scenarios that she makes up in her head no but that's but a then, really cool thing right that you can do too you can do during the weekdays you can do a full time program at sltc and you can do uh, something on the weekend as well if if you're like that that's you what can, you said right you yeah. can but you don't always need a certificate to fulfill your passion so if you really want to learn something just get online read a book you know figure yeah. it out and then see if you actually like it maybe you just feel you have a passion for it because everyone else does so. it's true <laughs> and whatever you no but that's key yeah. really yeah. and yeah. and you should be able to utilize what you study i mean there's no mm. point of just doing a degree and having a you know a huge file with a lot of certificates exactly so look at what the market demand is as well i mean you might want to you know go to space but then can you do that in sri lanka so so don't go and do degrees related to i get, i, I can think yeah. of someone who tried to go to space he spent about 330 million us <laughs> taxpayer us dollars doing trying to do that i i i can vaguely think of someone someone yeah. vaguely vaguely just just comes to my memory and then goes, away. goes away just goes away uh, um but this is uh, uh, something very important that you did touch on in fact now it, with this with this situation of these kids not being able to get their a level results because these guys don't know when the a level results are going to get published no it's a good time to just sort of learn what you can on youtube for example and just try out the field mm-hmm. for yourself you mentioned that's a really good point because i tried doing that trying to uh, learn how to work you know uh, uh, you know work a camera and a and a, and a grow a grow pro uh, go, go nice. laugh at me yes. <laughs> i caught All it right. i caught it how dare you <laughs> 
the called developed countries mm-hmm. you you see this i mean you see people going back to college mm. Uh, mm. late in their 30s 40s they go back even though they just been working since the age of 16 and they don't have qualifications and they end up with degrees so there there is always hope but yes please do try to get through your levels that with all the facilities <laughs> yes. and tuition and all that we see around yeah, all that effort <laughs> uh, mean, help your parents out you know <laughs> <laughs> i like please. that help your parents out just finish your levels at least uh, there's also this question that's uh, that asks uh, is there anything in motor mechanics uh, at sotc no i don't think so no well, it's not at the moment but like i mentioned earlier uh, bta or vocational training authority would be a, a good stop you also have places like german tech I don't think I should say all these brands and places should I? <laughs> I mean I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I mean I don't uh, just, know. Just a case. Just a case. I'll avoid the private names. Uh, but we'll yeah, but 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 you might be helping someone yeah. who's who's genuinely in need of some information <laughs> like that. So um what I will do is I can I I I can text uh, Andrea the number to SLTC and sure. then and then and then she can have a quick chat with SLTC and get all that information. Upul has sent in this message. Can I uh, please ask from your guest what percentage of sltc graduates are employed within 6 months of graduation it's a pretty specific uh, question yes. that, that's all right it, it, is, it, it gets there's more to it it's it's published information is okay. that yeah so normally uh, within the last year because most of our degrees are four year degrees so these mm-hmm. are honors degrees so in the last year we already have a built in internship okay so that's 6 months minimum and because of that at least about 90% of the graduates at the time of graduating actually move into work and then within 6 months you would see it increased about 95% mm-hmm. uh, i wouldn't say we have reached 100% yet but Uh, 95% 95% is quite high that's a good number the, the mm-hmm. beauty of it is the internship because of the internship they start building that connection with the industry and because of that most of the time they get uh, taken in and uh, in in some some areas like if you do a degree in music you might mm-hmm. not really want to get employed and you would just start your own thing yeah and we see the same trend in business as well where we see a lot of entrepreneurs coming up right uh, in software it's quite the same probably in the second year they would start something and they all try looking for a garage because all the successful IT companies have started Start in garages. Start in the garage, yeah. <laughs> But <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll get together and you know, with all this work at home and all the new concepts that came in after COVID, yeah. we see a lot of people are getting self-employed as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's looking good. Uh, of course, in anywhere you would get those people who would be unemployed and yeah. luckily for us they don't come out with boards and say give us give us jobs I but know, yeah, <laughs> it uh, is what it is no, <laughs> that's you, the first thing that goes through my mind also don't you all have assignments <laughs> yeah exactly you know where are you finding all the time to do this uh, but um On a serious note again um, this is Upul who is asking the question uh, would you know what percentage uh, of SLTC graduates have gone on to do postgraduate scholarships or got postgraduate scholarships after graduation would you know not a percentage but uh, we do have quite a lot of students uh, going in for postgraduate education but unfortunately most of the the majority the majority goes abroad so so they mm. don't really follow up on their uh, postgrad here yeah so and thereafter we have had uh, at least more than 20 now go, going up to their phd's so it's it's building up sltc as a whole we are very focused on research so even if you look at the academic panel that we have we have over 64 uh, phd holders which is very high for the uh, non state sector yeah Uh you mentioned about the internship right is that a compulsory part of SLTC's programs or is that like optional no only reason i'm asking is because i know that like some of my friends are like i can't wait 6 months uh going and like you know doing an internship i want to finish and then go abroad right i mean mm-hmm. so is that an option Yeah. optional statement so to to, to to answer that i'll just give you uh, some facts about the degrees that we offer so the degrees mm. that we offer at sltc are ministry of education approved and recognized by the ugc mm. so these degrees are quite similar to the state degrees so uh, mm. to answer your question yes it's compulsory okay and in order to get an honors degree it has to be four years we do have one or two three year degrees but those are not honors degrees those okay. are bachelor's as it is yeah. but It's always good to get that training. It's it's good That's to go true. into industry and uh, you know being an intern is always fun as well. Mm. You can always say exactly. I'm still an intern. I'm still yeah. learning. You know exactly. <laughs> you know you, you can get excused for accidentally mistakes. set the office on fire <laughs> and then be like like don't blame me. I'm new. The okay? intern did it. 
but that's so true. I mean, why wouldn't why wouldn't why would someone actually opt out of an internship, Sachini? Because that's that's where your hands-on training happens. That's yeah. where you know someone from the industry will mentor you and tell you, here, these are the tips and tricks on how to handle this particular job. Your friends an idiot. No, hold on. The reasoning for that is because they want to go abroad faster, right? So if they don't understand the importance of an internship, because I do, right? Because you go for any job application, you're new. Two years experience required. Like I just finished my degree. <laughs> I've got nothing. But I'm assuming you can be like, hey, you know what? Thanks to SLTC, or I have six months internship. So I'm assuming that helps a lot, right? Where are you going to find two years experience at eighteen? It it always does help, and uh, like I said, following into employment right after your internship helps mm-hmm. as well. Uh, depends on why you want to go abroad. So if you really want to go for your next degree or your masters or MBA, mm-hmm. uh, still it's always better to get some work experience before yeah. you move on. Unless you're of one course. of those pure academic kids who want to, you know, finish your PhD by twenty nine thirty. Yeah, uh, he's one yes. of those. <laughs> oh, he's one of those. Yeah. Um, but you know, on that topic though, CJ had a very interesting question, and he says, "What's the difference between a research master's degree and a taught?" master's degree as in uh, he's a law teacher himself and in addition and in addition to that he's a practicing lawyer as well and he wants to know the difference between a research master's degree and a taught master's right. degree so in a taught master's you would have a higher number of credits which is associated to uh, coursework and you would probably mm-hmm. have about 60 credits by your dissertation whereas in a research masters you would get the guidance from a supervisor and uh, from day one you would actually be doing your research and your dissertation or your thesis and uh, it depends again like i said earlier the pure academic guys would prefer to go in for a research masters whereas if you've been working for a while and you've been away from your academia for some time it's always better to go with a taught masters because the coursework will get you back into the mood of studying into mm-hmm. the mood of writing and uh, it gets you back on track yeah. so the main difference is the the uh, way that it is delivered most oh, okay. times you get uh, equal amount of credits but there are some some players in the market who would uh, give you shortcuts with lesser number of credits oh. so if you get lesser number of credits you will have a problem or you will have an issue one in your migration in the recognition for like west recognition or the recognition from the foreign university and uh, also you would have an issue when you want to go in for doctoral studies so if you want to go for a phd or a dba the recognition or the chances of you getting accepted with lower credits is uh, a bit less mm-hmm. so it's always best to look at the main thing that you need to look at if it's a british qualification you have to ensure that there's 180 uh, credits in that 180 credits yeah wow. that's that's the general amount no yeah. is that the general yeah. amount So, like, a hundred and eighty credits to uh, get into the university over there, or to, to or just for that, and also for uh, doctoral studies. Yeah. So, oh, no, sorry, doctor. so you get these masters, or mostly you would see these MBAs, which are like hundred and twenty credits delivered in nine months. Mm. If you just want knowledge, that's also fine. But okay. if you do have a plan to move on into another country or to move into other programs, then then you should really think about getting a full qualification. We call it a full qualification. Wow, that's a really important point that you brought up because I know. Uh, friends of mine that are just choosing masters degrees just based on just the university most. alone like if, and uh, like most of them uh, there's one friend of mine he finished the external degree at uh, uh, from LSE mm. and now and, and and he thinks an MBA at LSE again will be okay. the best option Right. But it could work the other way around, also, right? If he's not getting enough credits d- doing that, it could, it could. Uh, since there's a brand mentioned, I don't want to really comment. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry about that. Uh, right, moving right along. Like I, I bungled all over that, but <laughs> but I mean, I have to be careful. You know? Yeah, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. I understand, I understand. Michelle sends in this question. She asks uh, the question: What is the most preferred study destination nowadays? Did we answer that? I feel like no, we didn't answer that. Look, that was a very I fast question. Yeah. It was a very anyway, first, let's yeah. let's talk about it again. So yeah. it's it's always been uh, UK, Australia, and uh, the US, mm. and it, it remains that. But of course, the restrictions now in the UK has made it less appealing. Yeah, uh, we also see new destinations like Malaysia is picking up. Even India is picking up. India. There are quite a few who now go to India because 
most of us don't like india but what's <laughs> <laughs> but not true i mean i mean, I mean uh, uh, the views expressed on this show the, uh, i i love this. i love india but but what i what i've seen is people in general have a dislike i i think it's because of cricket is it's, that it's, it? that's probably the reason ah, yeah, i yeah no. there's, there's no, such a lot of sense. hatred for i mean we are very very similar in many ways yeah <laughs> but, uh, yes it's our cricket team's fault see we can't even go anywhere so i I think this was a question that you'd ask but this was also an uh, Instagram question right mm. there's so many degrees online like I get sponsored ads as well saying you know you can you can get this certification etc online mm. what do you suggest right because I mean it looks attractive enough to get something really fast really easy online but then would it actually make sense it's a personal preference so okay. I mean if you really want to learn i i keep saying this getting gaining knowledge and skills need not always end up with a certificate but uh, i think online became popular after covid so, mm. so yeah. i mean after covid we suddenly started seeing all this all the physical degrees anyway were forced to go into online mm. and uh, i think most of the businesses actually saw how profitable it is yeah and because of that there were others were emerging as well so it's it's really a personal preference but i as an individual i would always prefer learning and teaching in class i, I think that experience adds a lot of value and the peers that you mingle around with the, the network that you build uh, i think that last uh, that's a major part of communication and mm. uh, in your education as well because mm. online you don't get that you don't and, and yeah. it can be quite rigid but for people who really need to have flexibility who you know you could get people who are working and they want to study maybe in the evenings they don't have their weekends anymore yeah. they have commitments to family it's it's a good option yeah um the future of education might go a lot towards uh, online education online. but i think the traditional system will also remain it's, mm. it's here to stay I mean, Very yeah, because in the end, you would want to like communicate with people, see people, be like, "Hi, hello." Because most of class. you have these group activities that you have to do, right? Yeah. So when you when you get into those group activities, you have people that are working in different companies mm. that have different problems, and they're very unique problems as well. Yes. And, and 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 they talk about it, and then you realize, oh, wait a minute, I think uh, I might run into that same kind of issue. Yeah. And then you work together on how to fix that sort of issue, and that sort of knowledge you don't get when you're. Yeah. online so that co- collaboration is important i mean uh, something funny a couple of weeks back i think i went to a graduation and people of the same batch they were like oh you were also in my batch you were in the mm. class you know so it, that's that's not good and yeah, that's uh, true. That's true. You, you might not even recognize your professors or your lecturers you'll be like okay i heard this name before <laughs> so it's good but th- there are certain countries that have really done online education well and uh, they have done it since the last 20 years maybe yeah. since since technology came up they've done it well so it shouldn't be just a matter of a lecturer speaking and recording and putting up up on an lms and same follow with this but yeah. with the correct tools of monitoring and supporting the student it it can be achieved i mean people mm. did study uh, online so it can be a success uh, it all depends on the uh, individual individual and how society takes it i mean yeah, that's true so, i mean we might prefer classroom and the yeah. usual pedagogical and in a method. country like sri lanka where you're so family oriented you might get parents who would still want the kids to stay at home and study mm-hmm. even at mm-hmm. 20 be at home you know yeah, that's, that's true that's, that's still true. there what if a boy looks at you <laughs> that's exactly why you should physically go the only place to get looked at go for education uh cj has sent in a question let's hope it's uh, uh, it's a question and he's not asking us some Ridiculous something thing. else he's uh, usually we apologize in advance he answers the wrong question sometimes see well, morning cj morning so take this option to attract yeah. the gen c's uh, yeah. which uh. i really enjoy yeah now um, uh, such now let this guest talk you're talking more than the guest <laughs> why <What>? is this <laughs> learn from jim and other seniors with you you're talking more than the guest just shut up and sit down <laughs> i am not <laughs> what <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> uh we are in conversation with Mr. Chaturakotagama. He is SRCC's 
chief strategist in the studio and if you have some questions about SLTC and if uh, you'd like to ask some questions from him regarding your higher education your daughter or your son's higher education then this is the this is the perfect time to talk uh, uh, to send in that message because he will answer that question um i uh, sharon wants to know what is the top uh, degree at SLTC. I mean, the the most popular one. No, uh, no I think I'm he not. means can you conduct a top up degree? That's a different. Oh, sorry, I read the question wrong. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do SLTC uh, conduct top up degrees? We do. We do for uh, some faculties. So for engineering, we have a pathway where you can come into a top up, and we also have a pathway for software engineering. Okay. But in general, it's four years uh, fully together. But uh, we are now looking at opening up uh, some other faculties as well for top up. These top ups are a bit different to the british top ups that you see so mm. most probably you would have to do a 2 plus 2 not a 2 plus 1 always oh, so okay. it will be 2 okay. years more 2, two years two more 2 years okay. above your higher national diploma uh, where else if you go for a british top up it's normally 9 to 12 months 9 to 12 months yeah. What do you suggest? I mean, what's your rec- <laughs> what, do you, what do you recommend? And also, what's a top-up degree? Uh, because I'm, I'm uh, I, I mean, I know we all know. Yes. But for the benefit of someone who doesn't. So you know. see a lot of students who uh, do diplomas, yeah. and uh, mo- normally they would do it right after their levels, but they have that spare time where they don't know when their results are coming. So you get another bunch who uh, go on pending results and they do a two-year diploma in higher education or a higher national diploma. So that's actually, it's equivalent to the first two years of a British degree. Ah, okay. Now I see. So then you say, okay, you do that, you go work for a while. Oops. Did I break the mic? No, no that's okay. That's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't then, know where that even came from. No, we, no, we, no. we'll just blame Jim. Yes. So yeah. then the no word way. top up is that you top up your qualification. So then you go and do something that is equivalent to the final year of the degree and then I you see. finish it off. I see. So I, I, ideally you'd want to finish that off in just like one year instead of like two yeah. years. Okay. So it depends though. Like if you want to get a Sri Lankan degree which is awarded by uh, Ministry of Higher Education then you would go for the 2 plus 2 but if you want to get a British qualification then it's, again these are all personal choices it, mm. it all depends but everything is good education is good yeah. what, what matters is that you complete it and you get it into hand um, this message in from David asks uh, why haven't any higher education institutions affiliated to secondary schools in Sri Lanka Oh, that's an interesting one. In fact, I, uh, in fact, that's a bit of a thinker there, David, that you've sent in, and we're going to think about what, that. What was that again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll we'll, 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 we'll revisit that question next. <laughs> it's uh, nine twenty-five. David sent in a bit of a, a bit of a bendy one, <laughs> and we are in conversation with Mr. Chatura Kotagama. He is the uh, the chief strategist at SLTC. And if you have some questions about higher education in Sri Lanka and what your next steps should be, send it into seven eleven. 914914 Rise and Grind with Gem and Anu. Hi there, it's uh, 9.27. You're tuned in to this week's edition of Rise and Grind's Masterclass. We are in conversation with Mr. Chatura Kotagama. He is in the studio. He's, he's answering all your questions about higher education in Sri Lanka. Do you Would you like to complete your higher education? Have you been interested in it and have you been toying with the thought? Then you need to send in that question to 711-914-914. Marcel sense in uh, a question but before that there are lots of questions on Instagram that you can send in on uh, you can send in questions there as well that's Rise and, Rise and Grind on Fox nope that's not that's the name at that's RNG yep. on Fox that's RNG on Fox don't interrupt me <laughs> if you're saying wrong information I should right uh, uh, you can send in your answer uh, questions uh, over there as well but we do have some questions yes uh, yeah. so there was one more very important question uh, it was now for example, let's say you don't finish your bachelor's completely, like you've done just two years of it out of three or four. Can you transfer those credits to SLTC? At SLTC, it would mainly be like on a case by case. Okay. Uh, so it's it's not a pathway that we recommend most times. But in most other uh, institutes or universities, it's, it's an accepted norm. Okay. You, you can transfer credits. Uh, but like I said, SLTC, it will be a case by case not recommended. Not recommended. Not, not, not. So not call them up and find out. That's your answer, Joe. <laughs> That's your answer. Call them up and find out. 
this message in from Mahasen uh, says, "Hi guys, good morning. I've been in the part-time lecturing scene, but my personal opinion is that the that virtual class scenarios uh, just causes very poor engagement, which makes the experiential learning factor, uh, you know, it just it's it's lacking in experiential learning." And now comes the Gen Z bashing, mm. uh, and especially where Gen Zs are concerned. And your thoughts on this? Thanks, Marcin. I think we answered that, right? We did, we uh, did. And it's not only Gen Z; it's, yeah. it's any huh. generation. It's any generation. It's boring. <laughs> <laughs> it's not only Gen Zs. That's true. The normal classroom learning is, is is in fact preferred. I mean, it gets you in the zone. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm. It does. It does help out a lot. Um, so yeah, to answer your question, Marcin, we, we like classroom learning, and that, that's that's the way to go. And also, doc, uh, morning to Doctor Upul. My gosh, he's the one who sent in the question about the percentages on the postgraduate scenario. Um, what else, Chatura, do we need to look out for? What advice do you have for us when it comes to uh, you know what 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 are the things that what are the sort of pitfalls that we need to be aware of? Because you mentioned something very important with the with the master's degree. You know, find out how many credits you can actually get, and. Um, Credits in the sense credits to another university. If you're if you're thinking yeah. of doing your doc, doctorate, or credits when it comes to uh, migrating, what else do we need to look out for like that? Right. So I think that covers uh, accreditation and quality. So so one thing that we see is there are so many institutes and universities uh, coming up uh, in Sri Lanka, which is a good thing. Yeah. But when you choose the qualification that you want to follow, it's it's very important that you find out what the awarding body is. So is this awarded by the UGC? Mm. Is it awarded by the Ministry of Higher Education? Is it awarded by a foreign uh, university? So especially when it comes to foreign universities, ensure that it is UGC recognized. And you can check that. You can just go onto the UGC website. There's a catalog where you can get all the uh, listed universities that are recognized. Because most times you can find, and there have been cases. I think uh, that was one just down the road a couple of months ago, which had been selling uh, degrees. And to, uh, when you actually go looking for the foreign party, it's a company. Oh, wow. oh wow! There's no university there. Oh, wow. So those are things that you should uh, look at. Uh, even if you're doing a diploma or, uh, or you do an HND or an HND, yeah. ensure that the awarding body is legit, and that's something that you have the right to ask. So when you go and meet a student council at any institute, you can ask who's the awarding body. Can I see proof of it? Mm-hmm. That's that's something you should be very careful of. Oh, that's interesting. Is it still in, in uh, on the website itself? I've I've been in there trying to look for UGC approved universities, and uh, it it there's like a drop down list of uh, Commonwealth universities. There's two PDFs, so you get oh, okay. the Commonwealth catalog, and then you get the world recognized catalog. You can just download it. You off. can just download it. So yeah. you just uh, visit the UGC website for that. Same. It? Yeah, it's on the UGC website for people looking to uh, have a go at uh, migration to Canada. Mm-hmm. You can do the same on the uh, West WES on their website as well. They actually have a search where you can search for the universities. Okay. Okay. Any more questions from uh, Instagram there, Gen Z? What's we need to take a break for me to check. We need to take. Oh, right. Yes, yes. that's right. We're, 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 we're using the phone. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's uh, nine thirty-two, and it's Wednesday, the twenty-first of February. We shall return next with Mr. Tatra Kotagama. He is the chief strategist at SLTC. If you've got some questions for him, send it in seven eleven nine one four nine one four. Rise and grind with Gem and Anu. Hi there. It's nine thirty-four. Uh, what you missed out on was how Sachini was badgering our guest. No, I was. No, I was ago. trying to help. And he categorically mentioned, "Sorry, that's not my forte." And then, such <laughs> no, a, no. But then, what about? Wait. But if you can just explain it like this. Wait. The question from Instagram was, "Can you explain a little bit more about the music degree?" Right, and he mentioned that he doesn't know. So I was like, "Okay, that's fine. Just any, just anything in general, not like nothing and things." <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, sorry, it's just one no, of the no, that's one of the one of the little joys that I have. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's the only thing that 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 puts a smile on my face is to inflict pain on uh, Gen Z. I got here. so scared for a second. Actually, that's a that's a very very interesting question there because I was also yeah. quite uh, intrigued yeah. by the music degree. So. Uh, well, music is really not something that I specialize in, but about this degree. Uh, so the uniqueness is SLTC is the only private uh, university to have a music degree. Mm. 
and there's a four-year degree. Uh, I think everyone would have heard of uh, Maestro Radhika Guruke, so he's the head of school and he's actually the expert. Wow. Um, and it's it's a combination of thought and practical and you have mm. to do, do like an audition to get in as well. Oh, wow. Uh, yes. But while you do an audition, you need your A-levels as well. So that's mm. something that kids should not get misled just because you're good at playing the piano or the violin or the guitar, you can't get in. You need to have your A-levels as well. Uh, and again, it's an honest degree. Uh, any further <laughs> details on what's taught and, you know, the ragas and all that, we would be more than happy to help you. You know, give us a call on the hotline and I'm sure the counsellors would help you out further on that. Yeah, exactly. So, Andrea, there's your answer. I mean, that I'm not going to try pronouncing the name. I'm very bad. But it's taught by an industry Nadika, specialist. Nadika Guruke. Yes. And I, if I'm right, he's one of the industry specialists, right? He's one of the best. Exactly. Check him on yeah. YouTube. Okay. He's, he's really best. good. Oh, really? Yeah, he's really good. So, again, check 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 him out. Visit SLTC for more information. <laughs> um, and there's this one question. SLTC's research university priori- prioritizes research and innovation within its uh, academic programs. How does this contribute to the overall quality of education? I thought that was very interesting. That's, that's quite a good question. Mm. So that's how we differentiate ourselves. So normally what happens is when you go to university, they, they actually... Uh, give away knowledge or, or they, they mm. teach you we actually show a pathway to students where they can actually come up with new knowledge creation of knowledge so that's that's the difference so we have a lot of incubator programs we have centers that help students to go on this pathway and uh, from day one they are encouraged to go into research so that's something that is different from most other places I'm sure mm. there must be others who mm. do it as well but this is what we specialize in and that's why we like I mentioned earlier we have 64 PhD holders in the the team and the reason that we have invested in getting such good brains into the uh, system is to ensure that our students from day one can go and you know pick on their brains and find out Mm. how they're going to do their own research we've had a few students coming up with patents as well so that's how it goes wow that's impressive that's very impressive because uh, and what you mentioned is so true because in the workplace when you're actually you know thrown a practical problem to come up with the solution where you have to know you have to be able to think laterally and you have to be able to come up mm-hmm. with a solution that's just that, that that you can't learn from a book for example i mean and then if you don't have that research mentality you don't know where to find the exactly. answers so that's key. I think that's fantastic that SLTC is doing that. Here are the numbers to SLTC if you'd like to get in touch with them. The number is 0117-999-SLTC.ac.lk is where you will find them. There's a plethora of degrees. There's IT, there's music, there's, e- there's in fact fashion, which I'm really, really surprised about. Uh, fashion. Oh, I, I, because, I mean, to find a UGC-approved fashion degree is next to impossible, right? I mean, I, uh, uh, is SLTC the only institution? Or? Most probably, but let me clarify here. When we say fashion, it's not fashion design. We okay. are more into fashion merchandising and also fashion on the, the textile, the technical part of things. So that's Ooh, that's okay. a new area where there's a lot of work opening up in the markets. Mm. Uh, so yeah, SLTC, we, we try to get programs that are not offered in, else, uh, in other places uh, coming up. We have psychology coming up uh, in September. That's we'll, Again, will be one of the only four-year degrees and uh, psychology is uh, something that is really needed in uh, Sri Lanka mm-hmm. and in this yes. market. So mm-hmm. we are focusing on that. We are looking at new degrees in education. So mm-hmm. that, that would help the uh, educators and the teachers to actually get a qualification further on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a few other things. Uh, we've got some really good partnerships coming up. Uh, again, I can't mention the brands, but we have some international music brands coming up as well to support the uh, music school as well. Ooh! Quite a lot. I'm curious. Very we, we actually Very have a studio like this. Really? Yeah, with oh. a lot of equipment and stuff in there. Uh, <laughs> when are we going? <laughs> when are we going? so cool. <laughs> I want to see. Because I had to do something like that and I had to go to Singapore and then starve over there. And then, you Aww. know, I was over there eating cockroaches and rats and things like that. <laughs> just living off of, uh, uh, you know, lived in the MRT. Disguised as an ashtray, because <laughs> you can't work there as a on a student visa. Yeah, you can't. You can't. So it's it was real. It was such a pain. And then from when I see this, and I'm like, oh, come on. 
I could have done this here, no. Why, why did I suffer so much? David has asked a question over here and he's asking, why haven't any higher educational, or are there any higher educational institutions affiliated to secondary schools as well in Sri Lanka? There are. Uh, I can't mention them. There you go. There, you go. <laughs> there, are, there yes. are quite a few. Yes. Answers yes. <laughs> There's a couple. Answers yes, David. <laughs> and yes, it would help both parties, in fact, you know. They make a lot of money out of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Superb business model. <laughs> You know, start your secondary school and go for higher education, just just upstairs. And, and tuition on the side. <laughs> and, and tuition is also on the side as well. Uh, CJ says, your guests must think that, think that we're all mad. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's not your regular morning show, is what, is what CJ says. It's not your regular morning show, but an, enter- an, an entertainment show, like Ellen's show or The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, Fallon, where the idea is to put a smile on the listener's face at, at, at the same time communicating some valuable info and entertainment. What is CJ trying to do? Uh, why is he being nice? Yeah. He just told me to sit down. I was sitting down anyway, CJ. Yeah. For uh, and in conclusion, Chatura, uh, is there anything else that you would like to uh, impart upon us and uh, just sort of tell us what should our mindset be when it comes to higher education? Mm, What's the plan? We've spoken a lot and I'm happy mm. that we did. Uh, in general, I think we should keep on supporting the youth, uh, keep encouraging them for education. Mm-hmm. That does not mean that you stop them on going on other pathways if they want to go into their entrepreneurship journey early. They should, but it would always help to know the theory. It would always help to uh, be guided by people. So, so follow education and uh, respect education. And especially for a country like Sri Lanka, this is something that my father taught me from a very young age. We have one of the weakest passports in the world. Yes. Yep. I mean, Good gosh. I, yes. I recently yep. heard we yep. might be able to go to Thailand without a visa very soon, but oh. we might not. Yeah. So your first degree is pretty much your international passport. Yeah. That, yep. that opens up your doors. It opens up a lot of opportunities for you. But then later on, he told me, no, for the rest of the countries, you need a master's and then you need a PhD. <laughs> but <laughs> the first degree is important. That's very important. So focus on that. And I mean, you, you might never imagine of going abroad, but yeah. once you have a degree, it opens up a lot of uh, doors for you. So, so yeah. keep going, keep studying, keep strong at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, um, the, uh, Jeev says, hey, uh, hey, Jemba Singapore government does allow students to work. Yeah, but that's uh, if, if you're in a national university. And hospitality. And if it's mm-hmm. in hospitality. Same here. Uh, it allows students to work for limited hours like, uh, like any other country. Yeah. Your university can't be a private university. No. Yeah. It needs to be either one of those University of Singapore's or Nanyang Polytechnic or uh, one of those national universities if it's private forget it you're finished you're dead um i know that got dark really fast uh chatra uh, this question from cj all right there we go. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no, no. an unnecessary question from cj we'll answer that question offline chatra thanks so much for coming thank you thank you for having me it's been fun thank you it's been fantastic i hope that's been helpful and that was chatra kotagama on this week's edition of rise and grinds masterclass and you can catch the masterclass on instagram once the once the video goes up that's uh, rng on fox on insta and it's rng sorry it's rise and grind on fox if you are looking for the podcast correct you got it right Shut him out. <laughs> All right. It's unnecessary uh, uh, aspersions that you are making. Uh, 9.44 is the time right now. It's Wednesday, 21st of February. I hope. Uh, uh, thanks again, Chatra, for stopping by. Well, there you go. That was the uh, podcast. Mr. Anu, it has been uh, amazing, I, is what I want to say to you. Thanks, Jim. I, you know, I do concur. It has been uh, a wonderful, wonderful experience for all. Anyways, uh, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. Jim and Anu on Rise and Grind.